She's dead, wrapped in plastic. <laughs> what if Saved by the Bell is set in the Twin Peaks universe and it's just like the you next know, generation of kids after that all happened? It would make sense as to why uh, the acting is so fucking awkward in Saved by the Bell. Dude, wh- is somebody talented enough to recut it with Angela Bottlemente music behind it? Honestly. To just see what it would look yeah, like. I could, I could try. Almost. Every episode is mean, like a little like tragedy straight out of fun. Yeah. Can you can't you see the Max as a location in Twin oh, Peaks? Oh yeah. <laughs> boom 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 boom. Oh, is Twin Peaks is saved by the Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks but for like a different crowd or a generation? It's uh, which one? I, uh, they probably aired around the same. Saved time. by the Bell. Star- well, uh, uh, what was it called? Good Morning, Miss Bliss, which was the first Saved by the Bell series, was uh, eighty nine, I think. That's what it was called. Yeah, and none of called- the none of the kids were in it yet. Like the, they, uh, the Zach and Screech. Know- Zach and Zach Screech. And Screech were okay. In it. But they were like, like the main characters. Yeah, they, they didn't but, have well, the cast so right yet, though. It wasn't even that. Is that the episode? It wasn't that they were the main character. It focused on like um, on the teacher and Mrs. Mr. Belding almost. Right. And Miss Bliss was dope. She was like, a- was she only in that season? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I totally remember. So I, you know, I'd watched Saved by the Bell for like a couple of years, and then all of a sudden, in like whatever syndicated broadcast, these like episodes where they're super young aired and we was like and there was different people right in them. right and i remember being super confused by it and it was like oh this must be the earlier saved by the bell i've never seen yeah but it, it was like a uh i don't know i remember i remember thinking like this is really this is a lot different well, than the other saved uh, by the bells there's an episode where they uh, manipulate uh, uh, some kind of stock yeah they're on yeah, the stock yeah i market. saw that yep and hey, I remember thinking like, "There's no way that's a real thing. Like, that's fucking insane." Like as a kid, <laughs> and I was right, but it is no, a, real a real thing. thing. I was yeah, right it's insane. It's, it's in, I had no. That's where I learned about the stock market was from. That it's episode. insane that you would, as a teacher, uh, convince your eighth grade students to invest in the stock market uh, using your own money and your broker. Like, that's kind of crazy. It's a bad <laughs> yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. She deserves... You're supposed to feel bad for her, but in retrospect... I mean, if you got Zach Morris in your fucking... Wrong in you. your classroom... Yeah. And, like, half the half the fucking... That, that's, I think that's one of the last episodes of the season, too. So, like... Uh, you have Richie Rich come like to life. all of this time... Yeah, you got Richie Rich, but a little bit older. He's basically Richie Rich. He's spoiled huh? as shit. Growing up Richie Rich. Yeah, not as rich. Richie Rich is way cooler than Zach Morris. Same idea, though. Same general idea, yeah, I suppose. But we, yeah. I don't know if we ever met, like, his parents or anything like that. Like, there were a they couple show episodes up? where you're like, do they? Yep. Yeah, they sure do. All right. Um, I don't think they're supposed to be rich, necessarily. I don't think anybody in the show is supposed to be rich. They're just, just a like, plot device that he could afford a cellular phone or something. Like, they're okay. Like every, He's probably... Yeah, everybody's, like, okay-ish California family. Oh, there was an episode I saw where but Kelly's would, dad lost his job, and that was like a big deal. Kelly, um, Zach would be rich in Twin Peaks, probably. Yeah, in a town yes, like that, yes. though, that's like the same kind of like in a like middle middle class universe, but like the upper end of yeah. it. Yep, yep. 
so that you have like a BMW or something. Uh, weird thing about what you said with uh without we, we don't really see Zach's parents that much. When we do see them, um uh Screech and AC refer to Zach's mom as mom frequently. What? Yeah, yeah, and they, they try to get her to kiss kiss their cheek, but she never does. She get you know, She's hot. She's you know, all right. I mean, for you know, older older mom, older '90s mom, I, I'm all right with it. I guess that implies like a whole part of the show we never see then, like they're hanging out over there all the time or something. Here's a fucking crazy thing about this show: is this show when you what you just said totally sparked this fucking thought too? Is it? Uh, so the show happens right, and it's got like four seasons, technically five if you consider the Good Morning Miss Bliss. They do a TV show, they go on, they do a college one, right? So there's like their whole four years. I guess if you consider the Miss Bliss thing, you start in eighth grade, you go through twelfth, right. they graduate. There's a couple fucking whatever. They go to college, then the new season starts or the new class. And it's Mr. Belding, and that starts while they're in college. Like, they kept the, the, the series going. So while you had the college episodes airing, you also had the new class happening, which is Mr. Belding. And then after the first season, Screech comes back. So, like, you never, like, like not that. only, like, yeah. does it, does there, like, this whole thing outside of this group that is, like, Zach Morris and his friends that he just treats like shit constantly, uh... But there's there is like a whole other thing, and that the the new class goes on for three fucking uh, classes worth of students. Like by the the first season and the second season, completely different kids than the fucking sixth and seventh season. I completely season. forgot about that. For me, like in my memory, it goes like Miss Bliss, and then like sort of that middle year era, and then Hawaii. I don't remember right. something. And that's I don't it. remember that. Like is Hawaii when they have the summer job? Yeah, yeah. It's, or yep. like yep. I, they were like. It might have been like between high school and in college or something. It was the it was the in between. It was supposed to be. It was a made for TV movie. Fucking weird. But it was probably syndication split up into a few parts. So it seemed like a. I I I just always assumed it was a special series of episodes. If you go on, you know, I only saw all this stuff on daytime TV. I don't even know what right. was on. It was just always on TV. Yeah, no, I, I don't remember. Like, I remember seeing it. I remember watching some of it, but, like, as I was, I was like, I didn't like this show. I don't remember, like, seek, like sitting it. out to, to I watch. I didn't hate it. I watched it. You know what I mean? Like, if it was on. I definitely saw every episode a few times. We thought they were, like, pretty cool. Really? Like, when I was, like, eight or nine, like, second or third grade. I definitely thought, like, man, these guys are all really funny. These are they're like older kids. They have like serious lives. They have real, you know, they deal with real shit. I mean, they're this. Sh- you know, Zach had a friend sleeping in his car. I think we see his dad in that episode. He's like, hey, this guy's sleeping in a fucking car. Man. <laughs> the fuck? I'm rich. What the fuck? Is there I, an episode that you guys remember like, you know, like like singularly? Like they all blend together, but I have like one episode in mind that I always remember. Do you guys have like one that you remember? That? No. Probably a bunch of random plots. I remember the the ones that I saw the last couple of days. Yeah. Because again, okay, I didn't I, I didn't really watch. I get, but also, I should point out real quick when I was saying that I didn't really like this show or watch it. I have. There's never really been a point in my life where I wouldn't be uh, uh, more willing to watch cartoons over anything. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's a thing. Uh, that's true. No. Like I I remember watching TRL like a shit ton, but like I never wanted to watch TRL. It was just like that was. 
the fucking thing that was on after it was, school. Oh, when you got home from school. Right. Yeah. So like yep. that, I think that's I, that was like the original hate watching. Almost, yeah. Because you did like hate half the at least half the videos or whatever. So it would be just like talk shit. With it was almost like clip like early clickbait or something. Like I just I'm gonna watch this shit or something. I I feel like I absorbed Saved by the Bell in the same manner, even though I like didn't feel the same way about it. But it was just. That was what was on. Like, you never watch what was consecutive, true. like, going on. But the, I, the reason I asked, because, like, I, you know, I, you know all the characters and shit, but I remember that one fucking episode where Belding, Zach finds out he was an old, like, DJ in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, I kind of remember that. And, like, his, yeah. his studio was in, like, the secret entrance through a locker. And like he went, he, he they walked through a locker and they found his own that, old studio with all the an, analog shit. Where like, and they he like got him to do a couple more shows, but uh, it just seems so crazy to me. <laughs> just that's the only pr- fucking yeah, thing. Principal I has a locker to secret dungeon room yeah. in school. <laughs> Weird. Totally uh, normal. Let's talk about that. that. <laughs> is it going to be investigated? And, and also, <laughs> also Zach Morris hadn't found that shit yet. You know, like. Like yeah. that's that's gonna happen. That's gonna go hidden from that date rapist motherfucker. You know, it's a kooky show. It's weird. Uh, I remember a lot of wrestling stuff in wrestling uniforms, like Screech trying. You to know what I remember? Dancing. Jesse with the no dos. Obviously, was a big episode. That was one of those uh, special episodes where, like, either somebody's doing drugs or getting molested. I thought that was serious shit. Yeah, man. I think that yeah. Come had like one of those special episodes at the beginning. Like they're like, well, if you took too many of those, you'd feel fucked up. I do, do it have not in a good way. You know, like that's they weren't sleep. They were bad way to ingest I, caffeine. Yeah. I thought oh, they were caffeine ones, right? They weren't sleeping pills. They might be caffeine with um. Because she was trying to stay up to those? study because yeah, she was. That is no of those aphidurin back it was. then, or is it just caffeine? Yeah, it was. It was get you fucking jacked up shit. Yeah. Ephedrine's, ephedrine's weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, anyhow, yeah, Jesse was. Uh, you know, people make fun of that episode, but you know, it's hey, because of the acting. Because <laughs> of the great acting. I mean, that's the the acting in the show is strange, like over the top, all the fucking time. All the fucking time, and it uh, it's hard to pull off the serious shit and not have it be a little bit laughable, which is why we're probably right that it's in the fucking Twin Peaks universe, right? Yeah, true. I, I'm gonna rethink it. I now I Zach have to is, watching it in that light. Zach I don't, was always kind of manip, manipulating all of his close friends. That was a whole point of the show. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's kind of, that's kind of fucked up looking back, isn't it? He's time out. He's like time out. <laughs> <laughs> we should have contrived a moment when we had a signal or one of us did that and then we says now look the podcast isn't going so good. Give us a few minutes. We're gonna kick everybody just got high. It's kicking in. <laughs> no, time none out. of us no, Okay. None of us Back all of us are trying to and then you'd be like, So fucking uh yeah, <laughs> You know, the government man, they can't fucking do that. <laughs> Just cuts back in. So, anyhow, that would have been smart. But anyhow, you can imagine that happen and laugh if you're listening. They did it in the oh, show. It's just, it was a thing. It that was, was a thing. thing that was in the show. Yeah. There's Zach- a show called Zach Morris's Trash, right? Yes, there is. Check. Um, it's pretty accurate. 
it's incredibly like it, the once you dive into it it's like wow this show is uh portrays some not so great character traits uh while trying to convince you there's a positive message at times and it's yeah. it's awkward oh, man my my eyes were wide and that's a, i'm like look anytime i look back at anything i'm like that's probably it's probably fucking bad for me or something <laughs> i don't believe this shit <laughs> <laughs> well they the fact that they call jesse mama yeah <laughs> like all the time all shit. and like the guys will like walk up and just like like and like also like these like they're playing like i don't know 15 16 17 year olds but they're obviously like 20 22 23 at a certain point you know they're not that much older than the teens but they are a little bit older and you like these guys are just like walking up and just like grabbing these women like that's how they start the scene is just like boom what's up mama it's like whoa that's a lawsuit nowadays you know (laughs) very 1991 uh, we're just like yes that is the way i'm supposed to be as a male in our society mama well isn't that um which isn't mario lopez isn't that kind of his thing of like he's like a, a traditional male tell it like it is kind of, i feel like I, I randomly will see something like in a news headline mario lopez is in trouble for is saying, that one of his things some kind of like very you know well, like some vaguely dude you know what i i remember that like fairly neutral actually yeah like like non-offensive thing but it's just yeah i know what you're talking about it's like gets his name in the news that guy's like managed to like be like a guy you know who he is hosting shit for like decades and decades he's a survivor man he just he's like an e-entertainer guy like a, a celebrity gossiper guy or something he's still out there man I always thought Slater was the coolest the guy in the show, is for that, sure. I thought that, hold Zach on. Because he had the confidence. He's the only one uh, that could challenge cool. Zach. I, Slater's like who you wanted to be out of the people. Yeah, That's yeah. who you saw yourself at. Like, well, of course I'd be like uh, yeah. I always thought of you as a, a Slater, Chris. I always thought Slater was like a fucking bully. And yeah. I think Slater was more of a bully in the first couple seasons before they like softened the character a little bit, too. But uh, I might be misremembering this, but I feel like that Miss Bliss season they had a Slater, but it wasn't Slater. It wasn't, but it was the same race of person <laughs> and haircut. <laughs> I swear, it like there, just there, like like those like that that year they 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 were like fine tuning the casting or something, and they're like, we know it needs to look like this guy, but it's <laughs> it's not him yet. He had he had a friend. <laughs> He did but it. Don't he bring had a that dude like in. Yeah, I don't remember the character's name. So I, uh, yeah. because you started saying whatever about Mario Lopez and how he's kind of a dick, I I typed in Mario L, and before anything else came up, the Mario Lopez scandal. So I clicked it, obviously. Nice. And the very first words that appear are Mario Lopez was accused of date rape in 1993. Okay, that was uh, not what I was referring to at Uh, all. uh, Two more down, Mario Lopez scandals exposed. Cheating, transphobia, (laughs) feuds, uh, transgender comments, propped backlash. Uh, He he got the support of of Donald Trump Jr. with the hashtag I stand with Mario Lopez. 
over some. You should have said I stand with Slater. What a bitch ass hashtag. Dude, dude. when you're Come drunk on, and smoking crack while on a bunch of fucking painkillers, it's hard to fucking think straight when you're making a fucking racist terrorist video to put on Twitter, okay? Leave Donald Trump Jr. alone. He's just a piece of shit. Dude, what if him and Hunter Biden hung out? That would be the most it fucked up surprise party. me one We're fucking brothers. day. We're brothers, man. That would rule, Who's man. Who's the dude that... Oh, those guys just smoking crap. Who was the... Double teaming chicks. It wouldn't surprise me one fucking bit. Tw- tweeting. wouldn't surprise me one bit. I mean, that's like, if you go back fucking, like, what, 15 years, you got fucking Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton and Bill hanging out all at the same place, having a grand old time talking to oh, each yeah. other. In the same island. Yeah, go f- like, f- fuck that shit. These uh, fucking Donald Trump and the Clintons. That f- those two families are basically like AC Slater and fucking Zach Morris. You know what I mean? Those two fucking hang out. It's a Thank good you. Well, speaking of that, you know that island season is Little Saint James. That's the where no. the resort. Is. That's where the kids are all working. Yeah. And then that girl from Queen King of Queens is she on? She's uh, the. Uh, it's all connected. The daughter of the of is... the owner, the Italian guy who's like a jerk. Oh yeah, she comes in later, doesn't she? Does she? She's like the love interest for that <laughs> summer. It's the dad that's. Uh, there's another girl named Tori, Tori that Spelling. comes, and she's like the bad Does it, girl. No, oh, oh, but there's no. It's but not Tori, Tori Spelling, Spelling does come in. Name into Tori. the show. Yeah, does she's she? in like yeah. three seasons. But the dad is oh, uh, is, is the voice bitch. of Pumbaa from Lion King. <laughs> Wait, what? he's the Nathan Lane, yeah, fucking <laughs> from no. from the the Nathan producers. Lane's the dad. We're talking about Zach. You're talking about uh, the I, I, your mother and I. <laughs> the Italian guy from uh, the guy that played the boar from Lion King is the boss on the Hawaii. Oh. Hawaiian show. Or is no but way. He, the other I, one. I thought that's what you we were talking about. Like the daughter of that guy was the the love oh, interest. I see what you're, oh, on the Hawaii show. Do you know what I'm talking I about? I think that I think that is a different actor, but it looks a lot like it. Okay. Well, I guess, pretty stoned, I, so I I'm pretty sure I'm right. So. <laughs> well, that's what we got the the internet well, for, huh? I got. I just. I'm, I don't have I, any way to look. You guys might have been talking about a completely different thing, and I just jumped in with this. Assertion ahead, but Pumba, <laughs> Nathan Lane, Pumba, Nathan Lane. But I don't think it is it's Nathan not, Lane. It's, I think it's, it's a guy who looks like Nathan. It's Lane. the 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 Akuna Matata guy. Akuna Matata. That's Nathan Lane. Elton John. Yeah, he was fucking in. He was the dad in the um, the Hawaii the Hawaiian. Hold on, I'm, I'm looking up Saved, Saved by, by the Bell, the, man. Saved by the Bell Hawaiian style. Uh, let's see here. Mark Paul Gosler. It's called Save the Bell. I'm so wrong, aren't I? All I've got is Mark Paul Gosler, Dean Jones. (laughs) Dude, Nathan Lane for real? Dean Jones. Nathan Lane. How do you guys know his name? I can't look up my Nathan Lane. He was in the Birdcage. He was in the Producers. producers. Not that guy. No, not. It's not that guy. That's not the guy guy who was. He wasn't in Lion King. He, no, the other guy. Not not Lathan Lane, but the other guy. Oh, oh, the guy that played the meerkat? Wait, who put, or did, who played the meerkat? The, the, yeah, I don't know who that is. That's a different story. Well, I, in my head, he's the boar, but maybe it's the meerkat. <laughs> <laughs> if it's the meerkat, you're off the hook. Um, oh, anyhow, Bob Crowder's looking this uh, up. Nathan Lane um, was the meerkat. I'm probably wondering. 
No, he's the mirror. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the boar is. The boar is. It's a fucking goddamn. That's the guy I'm talking about. Ernie Sinbella. Thank you. That could be You're very welcome. Italian. <laughs> Let's just give you some more shit about it so, for a second. <laughs> the guys who do the voices for those animals look very similar, but the animals look very different. I don't know who this guy is. Isn't that kind of weird? What was he going to say by the bell hole? I'm inside? trying to find that. You know, rabbit holes. It, it keeps going. Hey, uh, I can't. I, I wish I could do impressions, but uh, I'm pretty sure he was in Saved by the Bell. He was. <laughs> uh, God, God damn it! What the fuck? Why is this not working? No dead air though. Let's talk about dicks or something. <laughs> There's a lot of Lion King movies he was in. Holy shit! I don't know what the I, that that's so no Raven. To... That's so Raven. <laughs> Probably also in the uh, Twin Peaks world. Yeah, he was. Cosby? For sure. <laughs> um, so... Cosby is definitely in the Twin Peaks. We not never only... He was Bob the whole not time. Not only was he apparently in the Hawaiian style, but they have him listed for the entire series. Am I right, though? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're 100% right. So, but does that guy not look a lot like Nathan Lane? Uh, but No. No, he doesn't. Yeah, no, not really. I mean... They're both, like, chubby. Have like brown hair. They're kind of, like, chubbier like, dudes. Like, yeah, okay. like, 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 like Nathan, European Germanic Nathan, descent. Like, exactly, but if you, they just kind of look similar-ish, and yet... The cartoon characters are totally different. You just think that they would get two different looking I don't people. Notice men's faces. But Disney does do that thing where they often model their characters after the actor, and yeah. that that is a weird difference. That's not. Maybe Nathan Lane was they like, had, "Hey, can I be when, skinny?" I mean, when you said that guy, I just I presumed you were confusing with Nathan Lane because they just kind of look kind of they, similar. They do actually have similar attributes as far as like like yeah. Kind of if I was gonna brown hair. For if sure. I was going to cast Nathan Lane as a, a meerkat or a, a wild boar, it would be the boar. <laughs> yeah, it just I, I can't really. We've watched that movie probably. The guy. Yeah, that, I guess he does do the other boys. The non-Nathan Lane guy would be more like the dad in like Nickelodeon shows or something. Which yeah, that guy was in a lot of stuff. Yeah. That seems to be. But he was the hard-ass boss. I didn't have a point to all this, one, but so. that's yeah. <laughs> he was in Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap, my friend. Uh, he was in My Two Dads. I never could get into Quantum Leap. My Two I Dads. I like Quantum Leap. I like Quantum Leap, my but dad. then I went back and tried to watch it, and I was like, is this show Christian? Yeah, it was I weird. think it is. Oh, my uh, neighbors were into it, so it could have been out of spite for them, but it just seemed like anything like... Sci- it was like a little too thinky for me at that yeah. age or something. I needed... Uh, I was not into like, like the X Files really was not cool to me. Like, loved the X Files. I was not into any of that kind of shit. I uh, anything I couldn't like imagine myself doing. Sure, yeah. Was not interesting to me at that age. I, That's why you were a like, big uh, Saved by the Bell guy. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to be a fucking cool kid uh-huh. hanging out with, with hey chicks and wearing. Speaking of cool kids, um, man, Screech like. Like his his style was so almost cool. Like there is like 
Like he would wear like some of the shirts would come on. I'd be like, oh, dude, you bought the wrong size and you're wearing the wrong pants. But like both those pants <laughs> and that fucking shirt would fucking rock with something else if you had the right size. But he never wore the right size or like uh, the suspenders and shit like dude knew how to fucking dress. <laughs> oh, so R.I.P. Screech, we should probably say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that why we decided? I figured. I figured. We ended up doing this. Other than that Nick Hexum was second in line to play Zach Morris and lost the role to Mark Paul Gosler. <laughs> that's what That's what I... You ever seen Zach Morris and Nick Hexum in the I same haven't. place? Nope. Huh? No, I yeah, haven't. There's a nope. reason. Know that I've always been on do, Sip of the Bell. Yeah, Bell. Do, you, do you know what happens... <laughs> If you quote 311 lyrics to Mark Paul Gosler, he immediately follows it up with what it's supposed to go. Like he know, like he like kicks in and then catches it. He's always like, "Oh fuck, I don't know that. I don't know that <laughs> shit, goes, bro. I don't chill. Come back in. <laughs> he comes shit, once up. I noticed that man. How I, I never noticed him saying "come back in" all these years, and now it's like the, I just wait. I'll put it on just like the first like 30 seconds just to get to that. Can part. I tell you? And then I'll watch like a live video from a few years ago just to see if he says it. I, he does. I had to. Uh, I I was making some more like Come like back. outro music for the show, and uh, I went and was chopping up a. I went back to some three eleven, you know, and uh, there's some there's some better stuff than I remember. Like now that I've like had to sit through all these really bad discographies, and we found some bands that are worse than three eleven. There was there was some like little drum breaks that would happen that were like oh that was tasty that was nice right can't wait till the end of all this when we just realized 311 is so good (laughs) yeah (laughs) this this podcast the journey of becoming big fans of 311 who are kind of like consider the next fish at one i'm sure they're so good man i'm sure they're so good i I said they were better than fish didn't i didn't i yeah you did you did actually i said Traded I said too. they weren't traded too, but I said that I I wanted them to be or that something like that. I think we needed you to say that. That was I think that was appropriate. And it, I mean, Trey at least doesn't disagree with you, man. Trey's a, Trey's a pretty good guitar player. That's that's so no no matter what like that guy's uh, even if 311's better than Fish, I don't think anybody in 311's necessarily a better musician than Trey. Yeah, he's got that thing. No way. He can, he can get weird. No fucking way. But not a maybe a they're maybe they're better songwriters and though. Peanut. <laughs> yeah, I, the, and uh, the drummer from Three Eleven too. I I think the the most disappointing part about Trey Anastasio is the fact that he went to school for music composition and his songwriting is just so god awful. That's I think that's the biggest crime. Going just going back maybe. to like that, you know. Maybe it, yeah. Maybe it's a um, just a different style, school of thought. Like you can. I mean, for sure. You don't go to music school if you know how to write music. Right. Sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What I valid mean? point. Like maybe you go and drop. Like, you know, maybe Miles goes to Juilliard for a year, or drops out, or. Something. I remember having like some. That's just to, like try some, to learn some, some shitty stuff, thought when I was like a go. kid with my like classical guitar teacher, and he was so good, but I just like, I just felt like he could never write a song. Or something. Maybe like he. That's fine. Like he's not supposed to write a song. He could just like. It's a different thing. play. Really good classical guitar, but not make. You know. I don't know. You know I've what d- I mean, like we, well, words and shit. Uh, it, it's a different thing. 
Yeah, the words too. That's, like, it's a totally like, different thing. You need like well, John. John Prine like, is a songwriter. Like, you know, Trey is not. Yeah, a Trey's a guitar player. <laughs> music's about like giving yeah. life to a piece of music and like interpreting it perfectly, yeah. like, <laughs> reproducing something in like an ensemble, and, like playing an instrument perfectly. It's just a different thing. It's a different thing. It, yeah. it, it kind of makes me wonder, like, like, uh, like. Um, People that wrote operas and shit. They wrote the words and shit too, didn't they? Like, I don't know. They I assume. W- like, uh, well, like and uh, I, the same people. I, so a lot of that stuff, I think, comes from, like, uh, uh, pieces of, other pieces of work at the time. Like, other people's writing. Or, right. like, quotes from literature or what have you. I don't really know, though. Which is really sad, because when you said... People that know how to write songs don't usually go to school for that kind of thing. I was going to say I fucking I've, I've taken a couple theory classes and I've taken some some right. music history classes. Uh, you know, college credit for them. That's true. As That's a true. By, as a most but people, I, I, I wasn't writing. You didn't go to a music. School no, they were for like they were basically years. history classes. I wasn't coming out of there with compositions or anything like that. You know, nothing wrong with going to music school no, to learn no, no, to play no. classical or jazz or something, but. I don't know if you're gonna write pop songs or prog rock maybe. or folk. Doesn't really make a lot of sense. Seems like a waste of Ty, money. that time fucking that shit you sent with the orchestra, with with <laughs> Trey playing with the orchestra. I couldn't get all the way through it. Does he ever do anything other than just strum that fucking acoustic? I. First of all, that's like the song that Chris <laughs> and I wanted to send to you just to like illustrate how bad it got but to have the okay. whole film philharmonic at your disposal playing that song oh god there's just it's a whole fuck you could talk could talk for hours about the hypocrisy and shit involved with that like what the fuck dude but uh no i mean just strumming his guitar and playing that song what i, I like to think that like, the people in like the middle to the back row are like this is why I went to school for hundreds of thousands of dollars to play this goddamn song. Uh, well, and the conductor's so, like, yeah, sitting there counting, and like everybody, every, like you could just it's like, like, yeah, like, it's in 4-4, Everybody knows this time. <laughs> like the whole orchestra's just like, we know. We don't even need yeah, to turn the know. page or anything. <laughs> and this is the most like well attended, like. Watch right. So bizarre. Nobody's ever come. You know, like this is like the pinnacle of their shit. Which is why they. Well, think about the people that they, play. We have to play with him. We have to because it's good. You know those guys were famously like just trash the Beatles music. Right. And it being rubbish and stuff like that. I heard an interesting thing uh, randomly just to before I like this goes out of my brain that um, for a day in the life. Apparently, they'd taken up like all of the four tracks, doing the or mostly taken. You know, it was going to take them all up to do like the basic tracks, and so like George Martin, like the night before, like went to the engineer and was like, "Hey, I know this has never been done, but I need you to like hook two four tracks together and make an eight track somehow. So figure that out tonight, please." <laughs> and the guy like came up with this way to like use a track to like power the motor of another one of the of the other four tracks so they'd be in sync and like hooked it up. Holy and shit! The orchestra is done on the other four. It's like the first use of the Beatles doing it using an eight track, 
they wouldn't get a real late track till the White Album, which apparently they stole out of the EMI offices because <laughs> before they set it up because they didn't want to wait. But um, the day in the life, they had like a half orchestra or something, and they recorded it four times on all, overdubbed it four different times. And that's how it sounds like this massive orchestra. Wow, no shit. I've never heard that. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, I did. Not that's surprised. Yeah, I was in this really uh, boring. Uh, if you have if you have an Audible account, they have all these non-credit-based books, which I guess keeps you from deleting your account after you have too many <laughs> books to listen to, which is what I always did. But now, and this is like really really boring book, but it's got a lot of good information. Oh, I love shit like that. It's man. called Solid State. It's about Abbey Road's recording. George That's, Martin just sort of like, anyhow. like, uh, uh, whatever the word is, like, uh, trying to, like, <laughs> do the idea that, you know, John or Paul barks at them or something. It's it's pretty funny to see how inventive he was. Well, that's crazy, too, because I always heard it yeah. as... Well, they would bounce the four tracks, you know, which that's uh, one of the first first bands to, to do the bouncing, but I had never heard about taking two four tracks and matching the fucking motors up so yeah, that they were in crazy. sync to record. That's fucking yeah, brilliant. I think... I, yeah, I never knew they did... Uh, did anything more than four tracks on. But I guess it was just... Ba- I mean, basically, the songs recorded on a four track, but then the orchestra was on the other four tracks. And right. That's all put together. Was per- uh, I have some some file I downloaded where it's like the four track masters of Sergeant Pepper. So it's all four tracks. God, like split that's insane, up. man. So you could like make your own. I, it was just cool to like load it up and just listen to like the different components, but you could also like make your own mix, and like fuck with it a little bit. I think I did like some custom mixes, but you can only do so much. Cause right. obviously things are on the same track. Yeah. Played live together. The story that always comes to my mind is when like, John, for some song, wanted to be strapped to the ceiling and spun around a microphone to, like, get that sound of him, like, being spun around. So George Martin just puts the mic on a rotating device. So he's like, you can just stand here on the floor and sing, and we'll just turn the mic, and so we don't have to put you in, like, a horse harness on the ceiling and spin you around. Bring the mountain to Muhammad. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Jeez. I was gonna. S- That's kind of like the Bill Hicks joke. Uh, I- Get up here, Ringo's got an idea for a song about a yellow submarine, yellow tambourine. <laughs> they're up on the ceiling. They're so high. So it. Ringo's got another song. <laughs> I uh, I remember thinking about Screech. Like there was like Screech, who was like the freak geek. Ringo. But then there were the nerds who were like had calculators in their pocket. Yeah, and he was almost true. part of them. They, yes. Yeah. So, but he, I don't remember anybody like else in Screech's group. Uh, Tori Spelling. Like the f- Tori Spelling was the nerd girl that started dating Screech. I think like third or fourth season, third season. I think. Okay. And uh, so, but there was a disti- there was a distinction between like the freak geeks and then the nerds. Then, like the nerds were smart, and the freaks like Screech were just. The weirdos. I think, right? yeah, yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think Screech was like the one that managed to get. Actually, Screech is fucking Zach Morris's eighth grade friend. Cause they sat near each other in fucking Miss Bliss's class. 
And so that's why he hangs out with the fucking cool preppy kid. But Screech is a fucking uh, is on the chess team and loves science. So he is one of the dorky kids, but he just happens to hang out with Zach because they've known each other all their lives. So Zach has that like connection to if he needs to cheat and stuff. But I just felt like Screech never had any actual friends with that crew. He was like a man between between scenes, man, you know. Watching it, I felt bad for Dustin Diamond. Like, right from the, the the first fucking episodes, you know, like, he's the butt of the joke throughout the entire thing. And he's just, like, child actor. He's yeah. this scrawny kind of weird kid, and he's being forced to act even scrawnier and weirder. And he's getting made fun of nonstop. And by, like, season two or three... You can tell he's got that like cocky I'm a child actor thing, but he's still like getting picked on yeah. all the fucking time and I mean even though it's acting like come on. You know, that's yeah. still that that kid had to go out into the real world and still be fucking screech. And nobody is screech. That, that's an alien. That explain That probably explains his later behavior like asking for money and writing tell all books and stuff. That was probably such All the, of a drag of a life, man. Weird supposed fake porno. Yeah. Yeah, what's up with that? Because I remember hearing, like, dude, Screech is doing pornos. And then, like, maybe you said that that wasn't really, like, he, something He claimed that it wasn't him. He, I think he put it out, and he claimed that he faked it afterwards. But it's R. like... R.I.P., buddy. So it's yeah, like, I don't know. Like a stunt cock. Yeah, stunt cock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I, I never saw that and never really wanted to have that image in my head about Screech. No, me either. I watched Orgasmo <laughs> like for the first time in, <laughs> cool. in full, like for the first time in 20 years, like like four weeks you ago. You recently? Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm, it was so funny. <laughs> it's still so funny. Yeah, that's a funny movie. You know, so, I have not seen that tw- 20 years ago. The, the orgasmo gun. They just go out on the street and shoot people and they just start coming in their pants. Showed a boy. So, it's so stupid, man. Who was so gay or anything? <laughs> what, what's the band? Getty Lee. Best, I think Getty Lee's best bass player. Is, is, does he bring Getty Lee up in that movie? Is that in there? Yeah, he's a, he's a, I think guess Getty Lee's there's the something best about, bass player I want to say, I want to sound gay or anything, but Duran Duran is totally... It's either Duran Duran or Depeche <laughs> Mode. I can't remember which one it is. That's the movie... I don't want to say gay anything, but you got a really nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Depeche Mode and Duran Duran kind of kick ass. Yeah. Just saying. I don't I don't care if Probably I do something. do an episode on those, huh? I never got hip to either. I know Hungry Like the Wolf. Uh, some early Depeche Mode I can kind of get down to now. I kind of dig it. Uh, some 90s Depeche Mode I can kind of get down on, actually. They, they so get kind of that like, techno-industrial. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Duran Duran, I only know Looks Hungry Like the Wolf, but that's a pretty cool song. Uh, there's a Rio. Her name is Rio, and she dances on the sand. Oh, yeah, dude. I fucking uh, love that song, too. Fuck. They got a couple other ones that are like, oh, fuck, I love that 80s pop nostalgic shit a little bit of duran duran and like um madonna and you get ariel pink more or less 
<laughs> and a little bit of uh, <laughs> David Bowie. You gotta add like, well, no, I think like uh, I don't know, there's some right wing guy. Oh yeah, now it yeah, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> right wing guy was like, yeah, a little bit of Tucker. That's some questionable. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting about this modern era of Ariel we're now in. I don't even know how right wing Ariel. Stuff. I don't know how yeah, right wing he is, you know. Like I don't know how much I believe I anything he, I that guy says. Yeah, I don't he's even. Trying to get on TV, it's all a I joke. I don't know, whatever, man. I mean, don't do a rape. Obviously, that's yeah, that's, that's true, <laughs> or whatever it was. That's that's not great. Uh, so I don't know about that, but yeah, I don't. Everyone's like being Tucker or whatever. That's kind of funny. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to stop listening to Ariel Pink. I never supported his politics or, yeah, or, or John Mouse Moss or start probably. Oh, I like or, I like Ariel Pink <laughs> to the extent I was. I like some of his stuff I've heard too, but I can't say I've been like listening to. I got some on my playlist that comes up. I'm not going to, you know, change it or anything. But yeah, that's a. Uh, I'm not going back to listen uh, to it. I like Pom Pom. Pom Pom and Mature Themes. Those two albums are something no, those, that... Those are probably the best, too, I, I think. Yeah. I, I go oh, yeah. back to the... I uh, don't know the album. The Hunter Graffiti first early. one is really no. good, too, and some of it. What's that? How late are they? Well, they're like middle career at this point. Like what year? I don't know what the era of the one I like is. It 2012. It all sounds lo-fi. I think you probably got in, like, if you liked um, "Take Care of My Boys" and shit. That's, that's, that, that's before the, yeah. that's before the the major label. That or, that's like the that uh, is that that's right before Mature Themes, I think. No, I I think that was like I don't know. I think that was before Haunted Graffiti. That's like, I I know it's not it's it's one of the the, the earlier ones, like no maybe two thousand eight okay. or some shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like all of it, so it's I, I can't. Re- yeah. Well, I don't like all of it, but I like a good portion of his shit. So it's hard for me to. I mixed it all together into one playlist and fucking forget it's there. You know what I mean? There's in uh, most of his songs, I find like a good chunk that I, I dig at least. Like, I wonder how he did that kind of a thing. Or like, like same, you know, aesthetic wise. Uh, sometimes like just the tone of it's like okay, I've, we've been in this realm before, but. He's, if you ever want to get stoned and watch some weird fucked up videos and like, he's got some good ones, man. I like that shit. Ty, have you fucked with any of the John Moss's shit? No, I don't. I would so suggest it. The, I would, good? if if you, oh, if you like Ariel Pink, I would heavily suggest it actually. Even despite the fact that he might be some sort of like fascist American terrorist that <laughs> stood in the yeah. back of a, of a crowd that rushed the fucking White House. <laughs> Uh, I do not yeah. support that. That's I'm a, uh, do what I you would, will with I that. Admit I wasn't. Fam- I'm not familiar with him. It's it's cool. It's like it's a, it's like um because he's on some of the fucking um haunted graffiti stuff. Okay. Fucking it's like very it's aerial pink, but it's a little more. I don't know how to put it. It's a little more tame and a little more atmospheric. I think it's great. Gotcha. It's really good. Yeah. The the cop killer it. song that's his that's his big big song everybody knows because it's about killing cops okay. but also he has a song called Cop Killer and was at the fucking January sixth or whatever the fuck that was shit so uh, okay. 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about these guys, but I dig the shit they do sometimes. <laughs> Same. I, you know, I don't know your reason for killing cops. You talking but, about like the Capitol? Yeah, the Capitol. Yeah, the Capitol. John Moss, the guy that was with Ariel Pink. His his. No, no. Ty, Ty says he, he digs the shit they do. Sometimes. Oh, okay. Oh. You mean like. The, Rushing the cabin. The Proud like, Boys? Hey, man, like, is that I what dig, you're talking about, Ty? Dig that statement, man. It was, it was a groovy statement, man. man. I used to really I mean, like I'm the music it. of Ty Maxson until he got so right-wing, you know? I don't <laughs> get it, but I'm with it. Like, no, I just support the Capitol <laughs> insurrection. I just, like, when did the Capitol become so cool? He's just being himself. <laughs> it was when they put the... <laughs> fuck. Once I'm they put the fence and the barbed wire up... <laughs> Well, I We're, don't know, man. That, yeah, I don't know, man. Ariel when I saw Ariel on Tucker, I, mean, I was just like, I don't. This is all silly to me. I don't really believe it. I, well, when I see anything on Tucker, <laughs> like, yeah. hey, I don't like. If I see anything from Tucker what, Carson, it's Carson, right? Tucker Car- Carlson. Carlson. Uh, Carson yeah. yeah, so that that tells you it's like a clip on Twitter, and I'm like, wow, that guy's a fucking sensationalist. And I've seen other stuff about. Ariel Pink of like him being a misogynist and stuff, and I've read the stories and what? Uh, they what seem shitty. I don't know, I don't, but I don't know what the fuck is true or not. I'm just I've, I've some, heard, a couple of his I'm songs. Not trying to have the guy over for dinner. yeah. I'm not either. Not one bit. Yeah, I just like the weird. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck. do that. But you know, the stuff that you played me years ago, I thought that was pretty cool. Like whatever album that song was on, I thought was all really cool. And I heard some like more recent stuff like maybe three or four years ago that I wasn't quite... Well, he quit putting stuff out so much. He did Pom Pom, and then he, like, he would put, like, one or two things out every few years, and they were, like, not so lo-fi, not so experimental, not so... Just not so bizarre and over the top. They were more, like, folky, like, like dude sitting in his bedroom writing songs. You know, it it changed for sure a little bit. And and like I said, it slowed down. When's the last time he put something out? I don't even know. You sound a lot of like um, guest uh, LPs or like EPs and stuff with people, but um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's putting out some singles. I looked up a couple of videos the other day. They were hmm. pretty wild, but I don't know. We're talking about Saved by the Bell and Ariel Pink. He's no Zach Morris. He was on that show. He was on that show. <laughs> yeah. He was- <laughs> yeah, he worked... He was the guy that worked in the Max. Just gonna look up. Eric. The guy that worked in the Max had something weird going on. <laughs> Kelly worked there. Yeah. He, I was but hold, hold on one second. Him. You can. Ariel magician, Pink right? Is not Kurt Cobain. Oh. No, he's not Kurt Cobain. Oh. He was Kurt Cobain's understudy, oh. and he would have joined Nirvana after he killed himself if uh, they chose to go on because he knew all the songs. Sure, looks like Kurt Cobain. Get his hair dyed. Okay, I get it now. He sure looks like Kurt Cobain. He does. And he worked at the Max. And- With the lights out, I look like Kurt Cobain. Here we are. I still got my brain. That scared me. Hey, what's that guitar you're playing there, Stokes? What do you got in your hand there? It's oh, red. Man, so I, don't, I don't remember you having a red guitar. Is, or a Telecaster. Well, this, is, this is a Telecaster that I put this metal pickup in, but... I went and got this really sick knockoff. That's pretty. It's a Fender Dude. Telecaster custom neck from 73. What's the body? 
And uh, it's got a lot of mojo. The body's just some piece of shit body I got off a guy, but the pickups are pretty sweet. And they're the same ones I had my other one, but I had a guy make a middle one. That Dude, that's pretty. Camp knobs on there. And it's got a whole special switching. I system. dig the red, dude. It's Fiesta. Red. I like it. It's pretty cool. My first guitar new? was red. For you? But I've had that for like last, I don't know, last year. Oh. So it's had a couple different necks on it. But just yesterday, That's I drove awesome, through man. the dude to get this neck and traded a 90s Japanese Telecaster neck. And Remember that one? From, from, your, uh, that, uh, from the old this. one, yeah? Sorry. From this one that I had, I traded the really pe- the real total piece of shit neck that came with this. I traded to a guy a little bit. So not for the for natural it. finish one. Because you got you got another Telecaster, right? It's natural finish. Uh, that's why well, I have a Stratocaster. Well, I have the one that you gave me that's a natural finish. I had a Sunburst. That's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm thinking this, of. And I traded that to a guy plus $100 for a Gibson amp. From the 50s. Cool. That's pretty sick. And then I got this. I traded my made in China, whatever, Vox amp that was kind of like whatever. Man, you got the gear, man. Seriously. Yeah, I just traded all the stuff for other oh, stuff. Stokes, go visit Ty and fucking record some of our fucking, those goat bone tracks I sent you. We're Do it. it out. We're gonna yeah we're trying for next month but yeah this I want to hear that amp I want to hear that guitar and that amp it's got mojo that amp is sick that that neck is beautiful Um, looks a little dirty br6 did you did you clean it man well there's some interesting (laughs) shit no man it's um it's not really dirt though it's very hard to explain because I'm not quite sure but someone has refinished this neck themselves and uh, it's pretty. Weird it's cool. Did, but, uh, it actually plays really nice, so whatever. It's got a lot of motion. Right. I need a guitar like uh, that, there was man. Like a I, I really do. I want to get a solid that. body. Got a solid God body. damn it. Yeah, I need a fucking guitar but so you bad. Know, like, um, like the Squire... Um, oh. Some of those newer, like the Classic Vibe series, or the, I think like they're called like the Vintage Modified is another one. Like five hundred bucks, like that's a pretty solid yeah. guitar, yeah. you know. And like you could upgrade a few parts here and there over time if you wanted, but um, I don't know. Some of those are pretty cool. You can find those really cheap uh, used. I think it's probably my next. Just to get there's, something. There's like one or two more, couple of pieces I need to get, but solid body electric is the next, like big one for sure. What are you thinking? I just, I'm, I'm still on the pedal kick. There's a couple of Earthquaker ones. I need a flanger. I think I would really round out things in my little spaceship I got going. But they have one called the um, the Pyramid something or other. Yeah, that's cool. I fucking love Pyramid's that thing, cool. man. Um, that's the one I got my eye on as far as like, sounds I need to make. Because everything else that I do, I think I can like manipulate it with something I got going now. Like I, want, I had my eye on their astral whatever. And it's like basically like a shimmer but you can add octaves and weird shit to it but i have that in several other pedals so but that flame yeah. that, sl- uh, that that pyramid one i really want to get um other than that like i just need another axe electric guitar what, my, what my dad got rid of one that i had like just in his attic and i don't blame him because it's 
never played it, but uh, and you just need a. What was it? It was an old Samick, but I, you know, it was like a solid body, shitty guitar that I probably could have used just fine. Um, I might just get like an Epiphone or something at some mm-hmm. point, but that that's when the uh, look around on uh, yeah marketplace. I think I will. Maybe there's some guy around you that has something really sick. I'm sure. Some money. That around things. Out. How's that mandolin going for you, man? Yeah, mandolin. Well, didn't you get one yeah, for your birthday or something? Would you? What kind? That's what I got. Is, is it right there? Is it nearby? Well, Can we see it? It's nearby. Is this still? In yeah, the fuck it. You know, it's a it's a fucking music podcast that we decided to do about fucking. Saved by the Bell. Pull out the fucking instruments. Fuck Saved by the Bell. It's a fucking trash show. I can't believe they brought it back. It's fucking kind of offensive now that I go back and watch it. Feel brainwashed so by that show. It's What's so that? Bad. What is that fucking, uh... What is that? It's like st- a made in Japan 60s electric Oh, nice. Still got the price tag on it. But it's got this uh, gold foil pickup. It's cool looking. It's pretty cool, except it's so weak. What? That you have to like turn the amp up like halfway, and then it sounds really good, but it's really bizarre. Like, I can't get like a normal reading off of it, so I feel like there's something wrong. Yeah, but with can it. you play dog breath? But on it, it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just we do go into California and uh, friend of the devil, nice. but I don't play mandolin on that one. That's a pretty and, good uh, one to have in your arsenal, other... though, man. That's awesome. But it, I thought it'd be really. You know, so we have this. I have this shitty Rogue one I bought just to do that song because it was like fifty bucks. But this was way cool, and I was like, if I could play this through like Fuck yeah, a dude. pedal or just get yourself a preamp for it, amp. yeah, a little preamp pedal. Well, I could just get another pickup too. Yeah, I know. suppose, That's but uh, and get a repro one. How does how does that shitty so pickup sound though? I mean, like it's it's quiet, but does it have a unique? It sounds good. Okay, cool. No, it sounds good. You just gotta turn the amp up halfway, but. It's like too weak to drive. I the just pedals. wonder what so the like fuck. When I put it through the pedals, like there's just nothing that comes out at the end. But if I plug it directly into the amp, I can get like a good sound off of it. Like, but the amp has to be turned. Like the I was playing through the twin reverb, right? It turned up to like four, which should be like fucking mm-hmm. loud. And that's whatever. It's cool. That was like part of the uh, understanding. Is, with is the there is there line noise when you turn it when you turn it up loud enough to make it? Yeah, yeah kind of. Huh. Kind of. But um, it's not, like, super noisy. So it's just really weak. But, again, like, it's not even getting, like, a, like, normal weak reading. It's getting, like, a basically no reading. So it has, like, no resistance. So I'm not sure what to make. Yeah, new pickup time. New Anyhow, pickup time. it would probably be cheaper to just, like, buy a reproduction, one of these. Um, that would just fit. And it wouldn't be that much money than it would be to like fix it or something. And it's not like a super, it's like a Tysco gold foil pickup. But it is, it has like four pole pieces. It's like a yeah. specifically, it's like the guitar pickup, but it's made for like a four string instrument. Yeah, bringing that up, man. That's kind of cool. Let's see if we can... I don't play the mandolin. I actually kind of hate the mandolin, yeah. but this thing. Dude, just strum it really fast. Out, just figure out your way around it. Yeah. I heard that all the, uh, it's like all chords are upside down guitar chords or something. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> Kinda, sorta. I like, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's a fun thing to play if you're a guitar player, I think. You had to be. A fucking cool. mandolin. Yeah, well, for like the live thing, you know, it just like gives us like a totally different sound for a few songs. 
And like I, I want to learn uh, this summer. We, I want to do um, the other Led Zeppelin song with the mandolin. Was it the Battle of Evermore or something like yeah. that? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, kind of has like a Halloween rhythm. Yeah, it's a good. I, I've got a little not, dulcimer drumstick thing. It's just fun to put a mic on it, and it just gives shit a texture a little bit. It's pretty cool. <laughs> we used the drumstick on that recording. <laughs> yeah, we did. Right, right, right. That turned out really cool. Joni Mitchell playing that man or that dulcimer in uh oh, I never oh. I always wonder what was going on with blue like what is the that guitar it's like a capo up high or it's like a mandolin can we do a Joni Mitchell man. episode it was a dulcimer I really like Joni oh. Mitchell but I think there's some yeah, shit to talk about could you that yeah that she's like she's not she's not worse than 311 she's the best man no Johnny, I, Kate Bush, she's better than everyone so good it's so good. kind of insane that she's like so well known. She should be as obscure as anybody else I love so much, you know. She's such a weird writer and player. She's great. Yeah, I don't know if it's because of her. She did have some hits, you know, early on that were more accessible. She got a she weird did, voice. But I feel like her. She was popular in yeah. the '70s. Maybe not weird voice, but Isn't she that, has a unique voice, and that's. I think that's got, one of the things. Well, just. The timing and the chords being not at all what your brain expects. Like yeah. things resolving other than what your brain wants can be like not a good experience for most. It's hard to write songs like that and not have them suck because there is some aspect of like having it be pleasant to listen to. And, and she didn't really like. She just has the right amount of like predictable changes to yeah. be doing the weird stuff and make it listenable and cool. She never really censored herself too. I feel like she was like a painter first and then a musician and her it shows in her music like her lyrics are very painterly there's so many fucking words if you look at the lyric jacket and to to make those accessible in like a pop market is it's pretty incredible yeah i don't know how you write lyrics like that yeah that's beyond me everything i could never do anything like joni mitchell though she's so far out so cool school Oh, I forget about that. The mid seventies is like in late seventies is some of my favorite stuff. Yeah. Oh, the the later it like gets, the, the better. Album I think. And the Hygiera album. Yeah, when she's playing like Jaco, Pastoria stuff like that's uh, the best. Again, stuff. fucking forget Jaco is in there. Yeah. That live album and Pat Metheny's on some of that. Yeah. Crazy. All kinds of people. Crazy. The one with the Don Juan's Reckless Daughter one. That I have some songs I like, but some of that. I just know, put the. I just I just put the picture of hissing of summer lawns. <laughs> She's in blackface. Such a yeah, the blackface. Song. I just put a picture on the fucking There's chat. A, I'm kind of glad like that one's not like the most well-known album. We can just kind of like. It's interesting. I think it's an interesting album. I think it's an interesting album. It's not great, but it's, it's just it's kind of weird. Don't like it as much as the ones before and after. I like weird albums, and it's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Uh, it is. They're all weird. Digs, yeah, they are. The Mingus album is so weird. That's such yeah, I forget a cool about album. that one too. I remember like putting that on, like thinking like Joni Mitchell, nineteen eighty, Charles Mingus. Like, oh, this will probably be really embarrassing or something. And it's just fucking awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. And like some of the stuff she did, like those albums in the nineties are really cool i like some of that stuff i don't know that i've ever listened to 90s joni mitchell i had a boss that was real into oh there's some good joni stuff, mitchell man. but so i'm sure maybe i listened to it at work the 90s kate bush is good too 90s like, kate she bush did is all good these albums that mm. feel like you think of kate bush as like stopping actually 
90s uh, Kate Bush was not my favorite. Like but the 2000s. I, I liked the 2000s like, more. Like the comeback. The, the, it's like very mellow and like restrained compared to very the much so. The 90s I still liked, uh, but it, it was just so it was so 90s art production. Yeah. The uh, it's it's because it, her 90s stuff is almost cool. when it was like. You know the '80s bass. You know '80s bass. It's it's kind of trebly, and and it's oh, kind of yeah. like poppy. And she didn't have a lot of that in the '80s. For some reason, she only put out like the one the one '90s album really, and it, and that was that kind of bass, and that that's what got me about it. Hmm. Uh, it's just my huh. it's, yeah sound. that Paul Simon's Graceland song, type you know. of. I know you. Ta- I know that song you're talking about. Yeah, Fucking and it can be cool. Dude. It can be. Uh, there's songs on Graceland I like. Graceland is not my favorite. We Fucking. should do just Grace. Is Graceland worse than three? So because it's like obviously it's excellent. It's so well done, and I fucking hate it. And this, it's just is, like such this is this is not the fucking shit. time to really get into this, but I have to tell the story. Fucking. Uh, I had never actually sat down and listened to Graceland, but I, I'm a Paul Simon fan. I was a Simon Garfunkel fan. And I was, you know, I, I understood what what I, I was getting into, uh, and I was on a trip uh, with a friend of mine uh, going down to Tennessee, and we were just outside of Graceland, and I said, "Yo," because he had a copy sitting there, and I was like, "So you know, Graceland is like the album, and I only really know the couple songs." So you got the the album here. Let's put it on, right? This you know before you could download shit and stuff. This was on CD. And he's like, huh, yeah, yeah, I like some Graceland. I was like, okay, we're getting into Graceland. Let's do this. Let's light up a joint. Fucking as soon as we fucking light the joint, and put the album on, hit traffic. <laughs> it's traffic that is like dead fucking stop through the entire fucking album and every song. Every single song, I remember looking over at my boy and being like, I don't really like this. <laughs> you know? Like, this is not what's happening right now. Like, this is not my Why fucking not? style. <laughs> and also, he was explaining to me, the, for me the Ladysmith Black Mombaza shit as he's right. explaining, like, as we're listening to the album, too. You know, I've got yeah. him trying to fucking tell me, like, <laughs> what's up with the album. That somehow I just never listened to at the time. Uh, yeah. Did you guys ever spend much time with Rhythm of the Saints? It's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorite albums of his. Absolutely. Maybe the, my yep. favorite album. Was that before it or after it? Before, I think. That's such a fucking album. Like, that's Wait, the album. Or is that the one right after it? I can't remember. It was either before or after the big one. but Or they recorded at the same place. They might have recorded sort of at like, the same time, even. It was... Of of that time, of that is aesthetic. It, isn't Lady far, Smith Black Mombasa on that pu- one too? I I can't remember, but it had like that sort of percussive. I don't think it was like as fully like, um, like the African beats and stuff, and whoever played with them on Graceland. Or but maybe that's the one that was Lady Smith, and then Graceland maybe. was not. Maybe I need to do some research, but that's a good album. Like I love that album for sure. I think. What's on that one? Hold on a second, I'll get you. Because I'm, I'm <laughs> I, you know, for me, Paul Simon, like, uh, I like, I like. There goes Ryman Simon. Uh, yeah. But, but really, I, I'll, I like if it, if it's not Simon and Garfunkel, I'm probably just gonna listen to the greatest hits. Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I like. I love all of Simon and Garfunkel. Absolutely. Like, except for 
the song Bridge Over Troubled Water. Yeah. Never liked that song, really. I liked it when I heard Paul Simon sing it, but not Garfunkel. Yeah, fuck Garfunkel shouldn't get to sing me, dude. Fuck him, man. Like, he's good at what he does. um, Garfunkel. There's some... All the Paul Simon... Paul Simon's a great songwriter. I just feel like the solo stuff just... It's too, it's like very clever and like well crafted, and he's just like a songsmith, and he's so good, and all of it's really good. Yeah, I I can't say like any of it's bad. I think you're right about that. But it just, um, I think bugs me. I think the rhythm of the Saints thing, he steps out of the way. It's less about the songs and more about the musicians that he's fucking with. Um, there's a lot of like, that's cool. It seems like a little bit more about the music and like the lyrics and shit, like, are kind of an afterthought. And it's not like you can call me Al shit. There's not an, there's not (laughs) a you can call me Al moment on the album. And I think that's why it was a a failure as far as like the, you know, like charts or whatever. But there's a lot much cooler songs on it. Yeah, there's there the the singles off the album are the obvious child proof and born at the right, which are all songs that I cannot conjure in my head. Uh, yeah, and I remember liking really like that clunker. Man, the fucking they, lineup is it, crazy, you guys. It was even supposed to be a weird. It's all the weird, stuff that the, was the record company um the, the record company rearranged the songs to be like catchier at the top than the bottom. But he had his own arrangement of like the way the album was supposed to go, um, so it was even supposed to be like more like standoffish or something. But that's a so cool one. This fucking album, just to, you know, just because I'm here, I got it up. Uh, so Paul Simon, obviously vocals, acoustic guitar, like a guitar, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, accordion player, background vocals by Ladysmith Black Mombasa, which is a group, so multiple people there. Uh, some right. vocalist, whatever, percussionist, synthesizer, guitar player, another guitar player, saxophone, fugelhorn, conga player, harmonica, trombone player, another conga player, more percussion, more percussion player, another percussion player, electric guitar, uh, euphonium? What's a euphonium? I don't know. I am not even a third of the way in to the number of people that play on this fucking album. There's at least 50 fucking people on this album. This is insanity. Wow. One song, one song is just like all like syncopated xylophone and stuff. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Paul's crazy, man. Next episode though. (laughs) There was a time in my life where I would uh, credit Simon and Garfunkel being almost more important to recording than the Beatles, but you know that's an exaggeration. Because the degree. elevator shaft echo, remember that yeah. story? Because yeah, of that shit. Yeah, that's cool. Because of that man. shit. That's very cool. Classic. But bookends. I mean, even when they're like doing like, yeah, bookends, so like when they're cool. trying to do like stuff that's totally outside <laughs> oh, of like their kind of music. That's what it's. It's, the coolest it's one of my favorite like, albums of all time. Um, it's so weird. Bookends, all of it's good. Yeah, it's so bizarre. And like the like Parsley Sage, Rosemary, and Tyler, so good. all like the little songs, like the deep tracks on those are all like every song is yep. good. Man. Yeah, it's really oh, yeah, and it's just good. recorded wildly. Those are great. Albums. And like the the demonstration of of uh, multi track recording at the time in those in in that like yeah, the new folk pop setting. Yeah, so cool. So fucking well done. Better than um, Saved well, by the Bell. 
So maybe to close this out, do you want to tell about your uh, run-ins with Mark Paul Gosler? Yeah. And I guess, do we think Saved by the Bell is worse than Take this out, buddy. Well, I've, I've, I think we've gone over this in the show, and I, I haven't really had too many run-ins with Mark Paul Gosler. Uh, but I will say that I worked for a place that Mark likes to frequent. I have indeed met him in passing, uh, been introduced to him, I think three times. Um, never sat down. At a, he would always be at the table next to us type of thing. You know what I mean? Um, kind of a no tip and dick. Kind of likes to call ahead. Whatever. That's fine. Uh, after watching, after watching um, this past week and what have you, actually, I'm going to chill with him. He's probably one of the better, one of the better cast members. He's as far as, as being a dick bag. <laughs> Afterwards, um, way to go, Mark Paul. He uh, did show up to a Good a founders Froggy. fest. Uh, that is, I probably should. I, I'm not gonna censor that, but I should have. Um, <laughs> I, I maybe somebody worked there that I knew. Maybe it was me. Uh, maybe at the beginning of, of the Founders Fest, which if anybody doesn't know, Founders is a brewery, and I do not like some, giving them any sort of repping, but here we go. Uh, one of the more Just popular Michigan, <laughs> Michigan breweries, uh, and they do a festival every year, at least as far as I know still, in the streets of Grand Rapids, Michigan, which is not a very big city, but it's one of the bigger cities in Michigan. Um, where they shut down this part of the street from like 11 to 11 during a day. And they get a few relatively well-known bands. I saw G love and special sauce there. Uh, the, the only Ooh. time I saw, I, the only time I saw, actually, I think G love might be better than three eleven if we dive into it, but I really don't know. And I was not paying any attention to that show. Uh, I saw I man, could, man uh, there. I could jump in on that episode. <laughs> I saw, I, very little that I know. What's about what's that guy. what's that band? Galactic, is it? Yeah, is that, I've seen them yeah. too. Uh, I saw them there. Kind of yep, band. yep, yep, yep. So they would have some of those type of bands, and then like you know whatever, um, and maybe you'd get some like weird weird legend coming into like a like a like blues folk type of guy coming in, but yeah. I can't think of any offhand. Um, fucking Mark Paul shows up, and they're like. Zach Morris is here, you know, and mind you again, he shows up frequently and, um, Imagine that, getting so excited. Zach fucking Morris is here. Well, that, well, we weren't even, nobody was that excited. You know what I mean? Like I nobody, <laughs> That's true. nobody, like we were, we knew he was coming. It was like, cool, Mark, you're going to fucking be here. You know, yeah, like yeah. you're here every yeah, three yeah. or four months, maybe six. Like we, you you went golfing with fucking other Mark that works here a month and a half ago, and you were talking about how excited you were for Founders Fest because G Love is going to be there or some shit, right? So, and that's not what he said, but that I'm just you know giving you examples. Uh, Love G Love. I don't because again I don't know. The only time I've ever seen this guy, it was like, hey Crowder, this is Mark Paul Gosler, and I was like, yeah, I remember last time. I'm going to say, like, hey, table's full, and I don't care to sit with Zach Morris. I'm going to go over here with the other employees, and I'm going to sit yeah. down and have my shift drink. Hi, Zach Morris. I heard you don't tip hey, well. Dick. 
that's it yeah. you know yeah and then he shows up to this fucking thing and uh you know obviously it's kind of a, a big deal there They're, they shut down a street for it and everything they're fucking taking videos and we all had, had shaved our video or, or shaved our heads or did something weird with our hair right i shaved a top knot I fucking and I kept it for like a year. It was just a fucking circle right in the back. And by the way, I do not have as much hair as required for this. So there was like a weird spot in my top knot that was like half balding. And fucking uh, beside the point, I kept it covered. It didn't matter. I worked in a kitchen. Nobody talked to me. Uh, fucking. I've been there, we're, man. We're shaving our heads on the fucking porch of fucking founders, which is not what it is now but uh and mark paul gossler is one of the people shaving people and there was a guy there that had a lot of hair um the long hair long beard some said he wore a sweater when he took his shirt off he's a hairy man uh there might be video of this. I have not looked. I've seen the video. I know there is video. I don't know if it's online. And Mark Paul Gossler is like <sighs> laughing and like waving and shit and just like grabbing this dude's head and just like, <laughs> and you can just see this guy like, like pulling away and being like, oh, like, like, oh, fuck you, Zach Morris. Stop. And he's just like, yeah, dude. And like, does not stop and just keeps fucking just like tearing at this dude's head. And then, like, he's being a little too harsh. Well, like, way too harsh. And then he gets done. It's just like, oh! and like leaves. And then, dude is like, oh my God, he fucked me up, dude. It hurts. <laughs> like, somebody has to finish this and it fucking hurts. He's bleeding. <laughs> too many all day IPAs. Uh, yeah. yeah, or I, I think they, uh, you know what they really like drinking is the, um, no, it is the all day, yeah? The the lawnmower one. Yeah, what's yeah. the other, solid gold. Solid gold is the other one I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. The cocaine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Th those are both like the weakest beers that founders make. So when he's at the bar, he's, he's like, like hey, bar. man, I want to be really low-key. Like, don't let anyone know he I'm doesn't here. Go to the bar. And then he sits down at the bar. He kind of looks sideways and then just pulls out this giant fucking phone. And <laughs> just starts talking you know, about it. Oh, yeah, hi. I play, yeah, Zach Morris. People, yeah, people ask the all the time. Excuse weirdest me? Weirdest part is he, he consistently wears, like, really light-colored denim. But blue, you know, like blue jeans, like pulled up kind of hot in and then like a like a suit jacket with like big shoulder pads. Still don't know why. That's how he dresses. Yeah, that's not true at all. That's nice. not, not yeah, one bit true. He the wears really bright colors and he complains about how in the late 80 or in the late 90s they uh the, the color palette of the show was just not as bright anymore and that is actually why he uh he made them cancel the college years because the college years had more of that like grungy fucking flannel yeah. type of thing going on you know uh, he just wasn't about it he yeah. wanted the bright like late late 80s early 90s neon shit and that was really a big gripe and even nowadays when he goes into founders and he sees people not wearing neon colors he makes uh horrible horrible slurs at them and um <laughs> and just not, grabs not. them and starts shaving it's bizarre they let him get away with it mark paul gosselin is a monster 
the saddest the dark psych. period <laughs> ever in any celebrity's Where's your fucking life? neon, like, man? Like, Mark Paul Gossler is basically the next Illinois Enema Bandit. Do you understand me? <laughs> where's, where's hey, where's your neon, bro? Here? I don't see no neon. <laughs> fuck is your fucking neon? <laughs> where's your fucking neon? You heard me. Bro, bro, let me see your cell phone. Oh, let me see your cell phone. How big is it, man? Come on. Jesus Christ. No, he's probably all right, though. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. All right, so better or worse than 311? It's horrible. It's it's, it's poorly acted. I didn't even go like into him. it. You like, like him? I like him better than 311. <laughs> Mark Paul Gossel, you like better than 311. I'm still not convinced I, he's not Nick Hexum. Saved by the Bell. I have better memories of Saved by the Bell. I like, I'm, I, I'm saying Saved by the Bell. I don't know. I, I'm complete. I know how fucked up that is to say but after i well you know i didn't i wasn't happy listening to 311 when i reviewed 311 to do this show but i uh i don't remember being as no i was probably about as upset actually (laughs) it doesn't have to be unanimous man you can say 311 i just i don't i just Nostalgia. No, no, no! I'm, I'm doing no. I'm I'm doing three. I'm going for for three eleven. I'm I'm saying Saved by the yeah. Bell as a whole worse than three eleven. I'm doing it. Um, Even the Hawaii years when they were old enough to start fucking each other and stuff. You know what? Can I can I tell you the the college years? And and I said something to Stokes uh, about how I started watching. And when I say started watching, I watched half of the first episode, skipped to the next episode, and then skipped to the last one. You know what I mean? I watched. 15 minutes of each episode maybe and um i actually really enjoyed the fact that all of a sudden it wasn't bright neon and that it was like this like 90s alternative janine garofalo fucking style of like shit happening so-called life or something (laughs) that's fucking who else was around in that period and then disappeared what's the aesthetic on this show it's like it's like all the like, like the bites. the lighting is a little bit darker. It's not exa- like it's it's like pastels, but it's all like brownish pastels with like I can see it, man. Darker it's my shit, so-called you know, life. Like, yeah, it's weird. They're in a dorm. Yep, yep. Uh, Doing ecstasy. They should have been selling fucking coke and ecstasy. They sh- because it's Twin yeah. Peaks. It's just like it's just like um. Yeah, you guys, all you guys, up. you guys have seen uh, Rules of Attraction. No. Yeah. Uh, hmm. That's really uh, is it like uh, cruel Dawson? intentions, kind of. Dawson, Dawson's Creek. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, I think I might have and, seen that back. And the, the guy day. from uh, 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 shit, I can't think of his name. Savage, Savage, Fred Savage. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Kevin. That that movie. Um, uh, less than years? zero. You've seen less than zero. I don't know, man. With 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 Robert Downey Jr. You've yeah. seen American Psycho. Yeah. American Psycho. His brother is the lead character who is Dawson in Rules of Attraction. He oh. goes to college and like in the books, like in the the book universe or whatever. And Rules of Attraction okay. is the Robert Downey Jr. movie when he was in the eighties and he was like like fucked way fucked up and the movie's about him being way fucked up and like addicted right. to heroin and like whores himself out for heroin and dies. Uh the heroin dealer is the coke dealer 
to Dawson, but all these movies are, it's just like that. That's exactly, it's, uh, it's that, but Twin Peaks, like, like, like Twin Peaks yeah. is Saved by the Bell. I was listening to it all day long. If nobody has listened to the Shoo Shoo, and that's XIU, XIU, uh, Twin Peaks recordings, go do it. It's not worse than 311. I think that uh, 311 is not worse than Saved by the Bell, but uh, Ty Maxson and John Stokes do not think so. By the way, uh, anybody, anything to pitch real quick in case anybody listened this far in? Anything coming up? Ty, you release things. You got anything for us? I'm going to release a new album next month on the 5th of March. Yeah, I I recorded it up here in the cabin. I did a a residency in Chicago in 2017. I wrote some songs in this... uh, place called the uh, Edgar Miller Glasner Studio and um, these songs have just been kind of floating around so I recorded them this winter and uh, cool gonna release them next month it's get, tight what get, it's tight where how, huh? do you, how do you find it so Bandcamp Friday um, they've been doing that during quarantine this whole time so um, any anything that you've released on Bandcamp uh, 100% of the proceeds go to artists on Bandcamp Friday, um, past or present releases. So I'm going to release it on Bandcamp Friday just to kind of get a little boost there. But it'll also be on Spotify and iTunes I, or whatever, wherever you um, download your but, shit. Wait, is this actually uh, is this a, a Time Action release or is, it is? Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it'll maker. be. It won't be metal maker instrumental metal, sorry. stuff. It'll be. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. sorry, it's um just uh. Yep, me and my guitar and singing songs and stuff. Yep. Cool, cool. Uh, it'll be out by the time this this episode's out too, so anybody can go look Fuck that up yeah. like right now. Hey, so, it's good so stuff. So fuck yeah. Stokes got anything for us? Um, it's tie.bandcamp slash b-i-g-d-i-c. Yep. There it is. Because I'm a big is. dude. No, well, I'm not gonna say anything till I finish. It, okay. But. It might the goat bones have something coming. There so might be something out from goat bones. I I got a there's a single coming out in a couple of days actually that should be out already. Actually, the album might be out by the time this episode shows up. That uh, nice, I didn't really didn't really tell anybody about little little hush hush uh, electronic shit. Cool. It actually has drums. Got, hell yeah, dude. No, it's not drone. I've got. Yo, it's not drone. Um, you probably won't like it. Cool. <laughs> I've got some goat, oh, yeah, some goat bone shit to, to send, send y'all ways to. Like. Uh, do it. Yeah, yeah goat bones well. needs to. Also, yeah, anybody then, look look up goat bones because that's a. The worms. The song is coming. Nice. Yeah, and the it's thanks for good. nothing, huh? It's probably the best one. Yeah. Chris might be coming and up here next nothing. month, and we might be making some things too. So. Please get to some of those I sent you. I'm fucking itching for them. Dave I keep has to a fuck video recording. Of some stuff I did that I think there's got to be some way to use it for something because I have to listen to it. But you the, said something time, about this and you didn't want to talk about. Yeah. You said something about it on a podcast. You were like, "We'll talk about it later." I still don't want to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, okay. let's eat mushrooms and continue it. So he played it back for me when I saw him last weekend, and uh, ten minutes or so I listened to. It. I was like, "This is pretty sick." Yeah, man. this is like this still sounds good. To yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> so, 
Tiny. Um, I was, I'm using an Electro Harmonics uh, analog octave pedal, which gets super glitchy and weird sounding and uh, really helps you like talk in this alien language with a guitar. It's pretty cool. Nice. Nice. So that's what I'm working it's on. It's like Paul the Simon used guitar one of those on, it's called Euthanasia pedal yeah. or something. can't remember what it's called. <laughs> Megadeth, Euthanasia. Megadeth. That was a Megadeth album in the mid We had to come nice. to Megadeth soon. Remember that? All, All right. right. Um, I'm going to go now. Signing I'm, off. I'm really tired. I'm going to fall asleep on the podcast. That but, happens. Uh, it's all right. Wait. Like oh, dude, did that come off that that? Uh, what's that song? Um, all right. Dun, dun, uh, Kenny Watkins. What's that song? Caddyshack. Yeah, did that say by the bell pull that line? <laughs> for, you know, it's, it's like it's all similar, right? Because I was say by the Kenny Loggins song already existing. Would you look into which was written first? It was Kenny Loggins. If it's a possible, I'm gonna. T- I, don't, I don't have Ghostbusters. I, I, I don't know that for certain, but I'm saying that like if this was a fucking uh, uh, a trivia <laughs> night at a bar that I was working at, and somebody was making me play, I would definitely certainly say that Caddyshack was before uh, Saved by the Bell. Um, nineteen eighty. Because I was Saved by the Bell. Nineteen eighty. Dude, look it up. I think those, I think that song's a ripoff. <laughs> And I mean, everybody knows that Ghostbusters is a ripoff of Huey Lewis, right? Which, like Huey took him to court. I want a new drug. Listen to it. it's the exact same bass oh, no line, shit. same Holy horn shit. line, basically. They even goes. They even like have like a. They just like made it triplets for Ghostbusters. You just blew my goddamn mind, man. Tight. Because, yeah, that's the horn thing. It even goes dun, in the break. It's like dun, 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 dun. I never knew that. Dun, 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 dun something like I that. I cannot hear that song. Bum, bum, that's a sick bass uh, line, I, man. Yeah. Huey Lewis in the News is fucking badass. At least for, like, two albums. Dude, sports. At least two albums. Yeah, sports is I thought awesome. Huey Lewis, sports and four. Like, was a total piece of shit or whatever I would have told you. And then I brought uh, my father-in-law's truck and one of the songs in his, one of the CDs in his disc changer was Sports. Sports is so good. And it's instead of changing good. it, I just turned it up and listened to it start to finish. And Nothing like, should be that every good. Every fucking song I've heard. Not, yeah, it's insane. Every song's a yeah. hit. <laughs> yep. It's perfect. It's just so fucking. Four is the same way. Knows what it or is. Four is like fifty percent that. Perfectly. I can't remember if that's before four. F O R E. I think that must be the next one. It's either the next one. one or before it. Sports has like every hit. On Do you know it. what uh, yeah. Power of Love? Dude, you know what he that does now? Or not? Like, not that he does it now, but that's so you, fucking. You, good, you know, man. you know who Huey hangs up. Huey hangs out with now, right? What, what Huey did, like in the like, Ooh. I don't know, earlier two thousands. Humphreys McGee. Who? Yeah. <laughs> no shit, dude. I Plays heard harmonica. him on uh, WTF. I know all about that shit. Mark Marin, and he seemed like a cool guy, yeah, man. Yeah, fuck it, it's just, fucking Uncle Hugh, like a man. Cool guy. Uncle like, Huey. He, uh, he just like spent the sixties traveling around, like fucking indonesia and shit and like places like that like playing on the streets and and just like wrote the power of love the rest of his gonna go listen to it right now he just fucking, drinks bourbon and smokes which cigars one's, is that, that one's in uh back to the future yeah. is that power of love power of love that was the first time i ever heard credit card and i was really curious what a credit card i thought that was like I'm a ticket like a, a train ticket was called a credit did card. he do i can't drive 55 and i that, thought that's, that's, that's that hagar DC. 
That's Hagar. Sammy Hagar. That's right, 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 right. You know, double nickels on the dime is a response to I can't drive 55. It's like Fuck driving me. 55 perfectly. That's the whole joke Fuck of me. that album. <laughs> the end of this episode is just trivia. <laughs> hey, bye, dude. Dude, you know, uh, Don't you need, need a credit card to ride this It's like a Portlandia skit. <laughs> did you and know? this has been the you know, Is It Worse know? Than 311 Trivia Night. Uh, Peace. Yeah, I guess that's it. All uh, right. Don't need money. R.I.P. Screech. Don't need fame. Don't need no credit card to ride this this What happened? I, I I thought you loved me. It's alright. Pills! You mean you really are taking drugs? I need them! Jesse, give me those! I need them back! I have to sing! It's alright. It's alright. Cause I'm sorry, Father. When I